Hello, welcome to this podcast sponsored by the fantastic music of Will Smith, especially the song called Switch. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is episode number five of the seasonal anime checkup OVA, an exclusive podcast you can find on seasonalanimecheckup.com, sac.cool, or iTunes and Google Play, those fun places that have RSS feeds and all that stuff. We're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch that got announced or like all the fun, fun details that got announced uh, last Thursday night or Friday morning or whatever time disparity it was presented to you whenever you saw it. I'm Jared, by the way, alongside uh, fantastic friend of the site making her return, Miss Anladium. Hello. Hi. You you didn't warn me about the Will Smith joke. I'm sorry. I'm laughing now. <laughs> I got to hit you with those, those secret, secret jokes there. <laughs> If we could get away with it and not get like copyright violations out of the wazoo, that would be the opening theme to this podcast. <laughs> I am pretty sure the entire podcast would just you be it would be you playing that song. It's just in the background the entire, the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's the entire time, just Will Smith. Man. <laughs> you copyright strike violations. <laughs> and then make the make that weird switch sound. Yeah, that they the console doesn't even do. Man. <laughs> We we could totally do though the the snap our fingers and change it to a different person. Like, watch this. We didn't switch. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Ah. <laughs> uh, False advertisement, Nintendo. Very much so. Man. So I guess one thing that I should mention is that I'm a really big Nintendo fan. So I think I think anybody listening to this will probably pick up on that. But I'll just I'll put that out there. I mean. This is a girl who has a tattoo of Link on her back, so... Um, <laughs> and I'm the jaded I, 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 one. <laughs> you are the jaded one. <laughs> what a fun conversation. I'm the guy whose first uh, console is the Super Nintendo, but then, like, I fell out of Nintendo, like, way after that, so... But, like, let's just say I've criticized Nintendo within the last few years with certain decisions they made, but also I'm the person who said, like, the 3DS was the best console, like... In 2013 and 2014 concurrently, so shrug oh, shoulders. That's, that's, that's just facts. <laughs> that is that is true. So I think we're we're gonna have like various viewpoints on you know the information that Nintendo presented during this sort of press conference type thing that came out of Japan. That was just real weird to begin with, especially like hearing before like the the thing went down was like, oh, like, Miyamoto, Reggie, like, all those big names. They're not at that, at that thing in Tokyo. And I was like, who is going to be there and talk about this thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big names were uh, hanging out, playing games at uh, Nintendo, well, it used to be Nintendo World. I've, I don't remember the official name now, but New York City, the Nintendo store. They were just chilling there. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. I would, too. It's a pretty cool store. So basically, Nintendo they put out their president. I guess he be, he was he's the the new president since Iwata passed away. I would assume. Yeah. And then basically a bunch of like the technical people who were responsible for designing the console as well. Which that's smart. It is very smart. You don't you don't I, need I, like your your big wig spoke people. Like you don't need Reggie out there. I mean, especially since it's an event from Japan or Miyamoto technically. Right, and I mean, especially because Miyamoto is more like behind the scenes now. He's more like consulting as opposed to actual hands-on creation. Right. So putting putting out the like, it's good to have Miyamoto involved because he's obviously like the face, the name, everything. But uh, in my opinion, it was good to have some of the guys who were really, really like 
in the trenches with the system. So we kind of learned a little bit more of what to expect from it. Definitely. And it, they, they started off pretty much with, with the bangers that you'd want, like release date, March 3rd, price point, two ninety nine in the US. And I think that equates to like around 29,000 yen. And, yep. and then the Europe ones are like, oh, go ask your local retailers. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that really that really say is a lot sooner than I was anticipating. So I was thinking like mid March ish. I was thinking mid March, end of March. Um, I think for some reason I had it in my head like around St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's probably because I think St. Patrick's Day is a good day and things should be released on it. I mean, that would be a Friday. Um, that would have totally worked. All right, Nintendo, <laughs> support your local Irishman and release <laughs> Switch on the seventeenth. Wait, no, don't do that because I want it on the third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people were surprised about the price because I think a lot of the estimates were coming in at 249 And yeah, people were thinking, like, maybe it's going to be, like, the Wii U situation. Be like, oh, here's going to be, like, the bare bones version for 250 And then, like, a beefier or more memory version at 300 or 350 But mm-hmm. 300 is, I guess, a nice compromise. It's It's not 400 like some people were seeing out there. It's not the best price point, I would say, but it's, I mean, it could be way worse. It could. And I mean, I, th- I feel like it's a, a decent entry point for the system. Um, I, I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but some of the uh, the extra accessories you can buy for it kind of... Oof. Kinda, yeah. They're, they're pretty brutal. Um, so that, that, that sucks. There's no other way to put, like, other way to say that it sucks how bad some of the accessories are priced but the system itself i'm, I'm okay with 300 and i think especially with how conservative nintendo is just as a company overall like it makes sense that they're going to put that out there around like 250 300 like they don't want to make it too cheap to where they're going to be producing a loss because they, they just right. they just don't do that and like the hardware that thing has i think it's like based on the the nvidia shield which right now is retailing around 200 so it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like I said, I'm not af- at all offended by the price point. I think it's a good one. And, um, you know, it, it still will be accessible to, you know, families, which is one of their big market points. And Exactly. Uh, big game, like big gamers, that's not the right word. Like gamers and, Ugh. you know, <laughs> quote, quotation marks, whatever. You, yeah, you know my feelings. They're also going to be willing to shell out $300 if they're willing to give Nintendo a shot. I've been reading a lot of really angry people with Nintendo lately. So. What? What? <laughs> what? I mean, not that we haven't been seeing this since the freaking GameCube. I, I It was probably around for like the N64 as well. Right. Well, I wasn't on the internet at that point, well, so I didn't see it. And like, I was just my happy little spunky kid <laughs> playing playing my games on my 64, oblivious to all the negativity. The launch of this is almost kind of reminiscent to like the 64, because if you think back then, like that system launch with like Super Mario 64 and maybe like two other titles, and that was it for mm-hmm. launch. This thing is launching with Zelda and a handful of other titles, and that's pretty much it. Like the launch lineup for this thing is not that strong. Um, excuse you, Zelda is strong. I mean, on it on its own, yes, but if you want other things to play that aren't Zelda, you're kind you of SOL. You play with your Switch. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> we should we should talk about that because that was one of the first games they they did they started they that presentation with was one two switch and then arms both games that used motion controls mm-hmm. which is like I get why Nintendo may think that like you know the Wii was such a huge success that maybe they still need to implement motion controls of some sort into like this console but like. I just don't see how this is going to help them in the long run. I mean, when when it's used properly, I, I can dig it. Um, for example, in Skyward Sword, using the, the Wiimote and the nunchuck as, like, your bow was pretty, pretty rad. Like, I, I liked motion controls in that sense. Um, so you're saying although- we should get a Lynx Crossbow Trainer 2 for the Switch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised anybody besides me remembers that game. I swear to you, I'm pretty sure I still own that game. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Because <laughs> you could probably get it for like a dollar when I was working at GameStop. So I don't have the the weird crossbow Aww. thingamajig anymore. Anyway, off point. <laughs> we do not need another crossbow training. <laughs> we just don't. But I don't know. One, two, switch. Maybe it's because I'm antisocial and have no friends. But I... I felt like that was a really weak way to start off that presentation. Yeah. To be completely honest, like it, it, it looked bad. It seemed like it was it was once again their their way to try and get another Wii Sports, but that Wii. game seems it's very different than what Wii Sports, especially because like a lot of what they're trying to push for that game is that it's like it's a hearing game, not a visual game. So like a lot of it is you going to be looking at you like at the other person you're playing, and you're not going to be looking at the TV. Time to use my immense height to uh, really, really strike the fear into men's eyes. <laughs> that game, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a good idea to get that thing out at launch. But, like, here's a way you could improve this game. WarioWare. Yes. There you go. I can agree Sold. <laughs> okay, one of the games in 1-2-Switch, and this makes me extremely uncomfortable. I don't know if you even realize this. Uh, I, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Milking the cow? Yep. Why are we milking a virtual cow? Why is this a thing we should be doing? It's just a continuation of the uh, Mario Party 8 or 9 minigame where you had to shake up a uh, a soda and you had to grip through the Wiimote vertically and then shake it up and down <laughs> very fast. Oh no. That's a real thing. There is a there is an animated motion that the the, the game tells you how to do it in that game. <laughs> Oh no! But th- I mean, this this uh, this cow milking one just tells you to slow it down. You gotta you just gotta grip it and then just up and down. I hate you. Please stop. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. It's real weird. It's real weird. Like what the? F- uh... I mean, th- <laughs> that game has a lot of weird mini games or whatever they are in that thing. Like, there's one I mean- where you have to eat. You put your you put the controller up to your mouth and then you just move your mouth like you're eating a sandwich. <laughs> and the game counts how many sandwiches you ate. But, you know, I I've always wanted to reenact my my favorite duel of uh Hamilton versus Burr, so <laughs> this is my perfect opportunity. When it, when they first started off with like that whole like it's a gun duel, like this like cowboy thing, I was like I thought it was gonna be like any number of like cool cowboy games, and then it was like, oh, it's just a mini game collection. Dang yeah, it. it- it's super. Ugh. Yeah. 
it was a bad way to start the presentation. Yeah. Like even with me being stoked about it already, I was like, no, this is not okay. This is unacceptable. And especially with that game being sixty dollars. Yeah, that's or maybe it's fifty. It's it's fifty or sixty, but it's like, ugh. And then it showed off Arms, which I don't think I will play that game. I think the game has style, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it necessarily has legs. Sixty dollars worth of style. I don't think it's sixty dollars with style. They did come out like recently and be like, "Oh, you don't have to have motion control for that game." But apparently, like, there's a lot of nuance to like the motion controls itself. So, like, it, you, if you punch some, like, you you throw out a punch normally. Like, you have your uh-huh. hand like vertically, like your knuckles going up down. You like twist your arm and punch. But apparently, with this, like, that will make you twist your punches. So, like, you want to like keep your arm straight when you punch if you're doing like straight punches, and then like curve them to throw curve punches. Like, there's like nuance in that. Which technic, which would very much be lost if like you're just playing this on a regular controller, right? And like the character design looks really cool. Yeah. I appreciate that, but I, I mean, I would a hundred percent, I would buy it if it was forty dollars. Yeah, I can see that. I I would hope like my main thing of like for that game to be good would be like for it to do what Splatoon did for online shooters. We're like, Splatoon at first, like, it was like, oh, man, that doesn't look that great. But then that game came out, and it was amazing. Which I don't think ARMS is going to be, like, necessarily up to that standard. But, like, maybe if it was, that would be cool. But it just seems like a, a launch title fighting game. Yeah, it, it, it seems like it's probably forgettable really quickly. <sighs> <laughs> Bummer. Uh, here's, here's some other, like, cool factoids that they put out. While going through all, like all their fact stuff, uh, region locking is no longer on this thing, which is the first Ooh. Nintendo console to not have region locking. I, well, well, technically that's not true. The Game Boy doesn't have region locking, <laughs> which is weird. But yeah, but that will basically just come down to like the developers or publishers to put in region locking if they want to. Famously, Persona 4 Arena had region locking, even though the PS3 is region free, and everyone freaked out about that. Yep. Uh, there's three different play styles. You can play it on TV. You can play it on tabletop mode where you just kick a kickstand out and you play it with a controller or the Joy-Cons or whatever. And then there's handheld mode where you slap those Joy-Cons on and onto the screen itself, which... With itty-bitty-bitty battery life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two, two and a half to six and a half hours depending on the game. Which, that's just for the screen, the screen itself. Yeah. The Joy-Cons apparently have, I think I've seen up to 20 hours, but a mm-hmm. lot of people are freaking out now because that controller docking thing that makes it kind of like a controller that comes with it you can't charge those through that oh so people are like oh no that's terrible how dare they it's like it's just a piece of plastic really to hold them (laughs) together and like i didn't the way they were talking about that thing like it didn't seem like that thing was going to be able to to put any charge in like there's like indicators on the thing itself to show like how much charge each joy con has but like are you going to be playing a game for 20 hours straight on a switch yes Barring you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the thing basically is like, oh, it, when those, once those like go out of charge, you can stick them on the handheld thing and then play it through handheld, which I know some people probably will be bummed about that. They they would want to play it on TV and stuff. But like, I mean, that's a compromise. It, yeah, it still I works. Mean, I'm not offended by it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a little offended by the two and a half to six and a half hours, depending on the game. Yeah. And especially with like the games like playing in handheld mode or they take a hit in quality. 
Yeah. Like, uh, they only go up to 720p, and I think some people were talking about how Zelda had, like, some draw-in issues when it was being played in handheld mode. So. I mean, it can't be as bad as a uh, handheld version of Hyrule Warriors, oof, but oof. I, st- I still play that. <laughs> oh, let me tell you about the best version of the handheld version of Hyrule Warriors, the the regular 3DS version. Wow. I can't believe you did that. I hope you like 10 frames a second. <laughs> so i mean it, it it may take a hit but um i do like that there's options though yeah uh, i i think that's a cool thing and i don't think i'll um, ever play it on tabletop mode though because that would just that just seems kind of pointless it does um uh, i think that's more for like the the party game stuff yeah um, but even then I've got no friends, so I mean, what do you expect from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to my actual friends. You you guys count, I promise. Man, you just wrecked all your actual friends. No, I love them. <laughs> we, they know me. I'm, I'm antisocial. They talked briefly about online stuff. There will be local multiplayer via Wi-Fi that you can do, like, LAN parties. Yeah, Nin- with like eight systems, right? Nintendo bring back LAN parties. <laughs> Heck yeah! Up to eight players will be able to bring their systems together and connect via Wi-Fi. That's real weird. And then they are getting into, like, kind of actual multiplayer, but it's basically like PSN or like PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold where you will have to pay for online multiplayer and a bevy of other stuff. You will get a free virtual console game every month, but the the whole thing with that is, is that it will cycle each month so you don't get to keep that game. You'll basically have it for that month, and then a new game will come up. Which I've seen people be very critical of that, but at the same time, with like the audience that Nintendo wants to wants to get, with like you know families, younger people, all that sort of stuff, like giving people a free Virtual Console game will make that game get more like popularity, more people playing it than just like having it get dumped onto the Virtual Console with like three other different games. Right, it'll give older games a shot at actually getting a new audience. Um, I could see, you know, if there's a free uh, Link to the Past, you know, some people wouldn't really consider playing it, but if it's free, you could knock it out in a month. That would be fine. Easily. Um, unless, yeah, at, we did it in, what, three days? Well, I think you did it in three days. <laughs> okay, well, I don't count. I, I don't count. I, I'm an anomaly and should not be counted in, in any of the statistics. But... To me, it it does provide some kind of new opportunity for fresh eyes on older games. And I think that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, like, at first, I was a little put off. I'm like, oh, that sucks. You know, if I if I get the game, I kind of want to keep the game. But I could see the perspective of, of you know, introducing these to a new audience that otherwise wouldn't be into them. Because once you have just, like, stacks and stacks of games, it becomes overwhelming. You're like, oh, I don't know which ones are good or not good. I don't know. The only bad thing I think with that is like, well, since they're going to be reintroducing the virtual console probably again, is that like you'll see the same games on it that you've seen constantly since the Wii, and they'll probably be like, "Hey, you want to pony up and pay for those games again?" Yeah, how many times do you think I've bought Link to the Past? <laughs> yeah, just curious. Uh, seven. <laughs> probably. <laughs> There's still no like uh, price points for their online services, I guess you could say. So. That's still up in the air. They have, you know, they have two months, a month and a half, really, to iron that stuff out. So I guess we'll wait and see how much that'll be. Hopefully, it's not as much as like PSN or Xbox Live Gold, because I think that would be 
a real hindrance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? I guess we kind of. Oh man, we had oh, we had FIFA on that that uh, conference, which that was I've, weird. It was weird. I I've played FIFA before. I actually own a few copies of FIFA, and I will not play FIFA on the Switch. Like I, I'll be honest. I thought like when they they were bringing out EA, it was gonna be like, all right, EA is gonna bring gonna bring out like a bevy of their catalog onto Switch. Like that means like all the sports games, all a good majority of like their originally produced games, all that sort of stuff. But it was like, yeah, we're bringing FIFA, and that's basically it. Oh, but I also want to mention that that part of the conference, they had this like ginormously huge man, and his translator was a tiny, tiny, tiny person, and I related so much. I can't believe you called Bill Trinan a tiny, tiny person. He is a tiny, tiny person. Bill! <laughs> Bill's so tiny! He is. <laughs> but like, if you saw him, I was like... <sighs> I think the EA guy was like very, very tall, though. <laughs> I relate. Bill... You and I, we're <laughs> the same kindred people. I, I feel you, man. I feel you. I think if EA does decide to bring a bunch more of like their games over to the Switch, that will definitely be a big boost for Nintendo. I agree. Because the Wii U support from EA was non-existent, pretty much. And there's also, I mean, there's the famous stories of like how you know EA didn't publish on the Dreamcast, and that was perhaps one of the reasons that led to the demise of that console. So, I mean, EA, back in the day, it was probably a bigger, you know, powerhouse than they are now, but getting games like FIFA and Madden and stuff like that, that will definitely help drive up sales for Nintendo, I think, in a way. But also, I guess it'll have to be determined, like, what version of FIFA, let's say, gets onto the Switch. If it's, like, a, if it's pretty much the same version as, like, the PS4 and Xbox One versions, that'll be perfectly fine. Probably with, like, a little bit of, like, a graphic hit and all that sort of stuff, because... Obviously, the Switch isn't as powerful as either of those two consoles. But if it's, like, some weird familyized version, like they, they did for, like, the Wii, especially, that's not going to cut it. No. I mean, I, I'm probably the worst person to talk to about, like, that kind of EA stuff. But, um... So you got me here. Right, right. <laughs> Someone who actually knows things about things. That's your new title, by the way. Thanks. I'm going to put that on my <laughs> fake business card. Yeah. <laughs> But it is important. Um, you know, you can't discount how significant that market is. Yeah. And when it's just not there at all, there's no opportunity for it. It does. It hurts. It hurts the console. Um, not me personally. It doesn't hurt me. But uh, it, it, it hurts the console and it hurts who else is interested in developing for that console. So I, I was at least cautiously optimistic that they had ginormous man there and a lot of like third-party support at least from some of the stuff they showed which i mean wii u has some third-party support at the beginning there was that batman game on there mass effect 3 was on there yep and then six months later they were all gone and i mean i'll be honest with you i play my wii u more than pretty much any system no that's a lie my 3ds but <laughs> Any of my, my home consoles. Like, I don't play my PS4 or my Xbox One as much as I do my Wii U. But the caveat there is that it's mostly Nintendo published games. Right. Which I, that's basically what I would want from that thing. I think the Wii U does get, like, a bad rap in terms of, like, oh, there's nothing on there. There's nothing to play. Which, that's total BS. There is stuff to play on there. But at the same time, it's not, like, the same 
kind of quality or library that you're going to get on a PS4 or Xbox One. Um, excuse you, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is like one of the best RPGs that came out last year. I'm uh, not disagreeing so. with you on that. <laughs> Go play it now, guys. Woo. I mean, some might argue that a game is better than Persona 5. Whoa. I cannot attest to that yet. I have not played Persona 5. I can't fully attest to that yet because I haven't seen the localization, so... <laughs> <laughs> Persona 5 ditched me for our Valentine's Day date, it so... I will I will not know until April. April. All right. Well, uh, I have some time with Zelda before <laughs> I get Persona. You want to run down all the games? Let's do it. This is all the games that are on Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, they announced like a, a variety of titles. We'll probably talk about those in depth when we get to them in this lineup. Uh, we talked about 1-2-Switch already. Eh, that is a launch title across the board in Japan, North America, and PALS. Hamster is apparently bringing out the Arcade Archives series that they have over on PS4, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you don't know what Arcade Archives is, it's basically them taking all these old Japanese arcade games and then porting them up to consoles. So, like, there's a bunch of Neo Geo stuff, uh, just a bunch of old classic stuff. Like, you can get, like, the the arcade versions of Contra or Castlevania or, just, like, classic games like Galaga, um, Life Force, stuff like that. So... I think that's cool that they're bringing that out for the Switch. I think that would be a, a good use for those properties and all that stuff. Uh, we talked about ARMS. Uh, Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus is just a new version of the Binding of Isaac, so nothing real new there. That's apparently coming out. and That's a launch game for North America and then Q2 everywhere else. Unknown Blaz Blue title. Yeah! Which, that's just TBA all across the board. It is, but I didn't even know it was coming out. Now I'm real, real excited about it. I love that series. Man, I love the Constructor HD series. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have no idea what that is, but that's apparently coming out sometime in TBA. TBA. Cube Life Island Survival HD is a Q1 2017 release, apparently. Uh, Disgaea 5 Complete is a port of Disgaea 5 coming out in Q2. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 is a port of Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, <laughs> which will apparently be coming out sometime in TBA. Uh, Dragon Quest 10 and Dragon Quest 11 and Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 all coming out. Uh, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 will be coming out on launch in Japan and then TBA everywhere else. Uh, both Dragon Quest 10 and 11 are TBA. 11 is not even out yet, so that's very much TBA. If that game, though... If that game looks like the PS4 version, which the PS4 version looks real good in the way like an anime game would look, I think that would be pretty cool. Also, there is a 3DS version of that game as well, so I would assume it would be going off like the PS4 style, not the 3DS version. <laughs> Dungeon of Zar. Zar. Is a console exclusive for the Switch coming out in 2017. Uh, Skyrim. Eh. I've played Skyrim multiple times now, and I don't need to play Skyrim again, but somebody might want to play Skyrim again. That's pretty much my feelings. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't played Skyrim yet, you've probably been living under a rock, considering it's out pretty much everywhere now, since they did those remasters for PS4 and Xbox One. That'll be Q3 2017. Game of the year every year, Farming Simulator 18. <laughs> no joke. That... Those farming simulator games move copies. Like, they make money uh, in a way that you would never think those games would make money. 
I just made a Tina Belcher sound, so that tells you something. Fast RMX is a March 2017 release. Untitled FIFA game. (laughs) And 2017. This game got a trailer on the presentation, which was real weird, and I didn't see coming. Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah! Oh, I'm so hype. At first, like when they were when they were playing that trailer, I was like, "Are they making a Hyrule Warriors 2? Warriors two? That That's that would I be real too. dumb." And then I was what, like, what? and then it was the fire of them. I was like, "What?" Oh man! So I love the Warriors series, and I cannot contain my excitement for Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh my god! I oh, there's so many characters they could use. It would be wonderful. My hope. I want to use. Every guy that I got married to and just fight everything. <laughs> My hope for that game is like, it's obviously like the the warrior style of gameplay, but the in-between stuff is that weird Fire Emblem like relationship stuff. Oh, man. Which considering I'm oh. a person who's never completed a Fire Emblem game, like that would be perfect for me. If they do that, I'm going to marry all the dudes again. <laughs> oh, but man. think how many dudes you'll have because you'll have like the roster for all the games. Oh, snap. I thought it was bad enough that I've got like three husbands. No, four husbands already for Fire Emblem. So, ooh. This is going to be life complicated. The one thing I want that I'm pretty sure (laughs) will never, it won't get involved in this game, is if they do, they make the Tokyo Mirage Session characters into support characters. So make it like a flip of how that game is. That would be cool. They won't do it, but that would be super cool. It would be fantastic, but yeah, they won't do it. Goner. <laughs> why is the one letter the only letter that's like, oh no, G, no. Goner. Oh, why, why, why is O the only letter that's not capitalized? That's a great question. What are you, Goner? That's a TBA game. Uh, Has Been Heroes is a March 31st, March 2017 game. I've heard good things about this game. I haven't really looked at it, though. It's a strategy game. So, you know, clearly right up my alley. You can't see me uh. shake my head, but I am. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it was like Half Minute Hero, I'd be all about it. It's the sequel to Half Minute Hero. They're all just has beens. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> uh, I am Setsuna from Tokyo RPG Factory that released last year. Will be coming out uh, on on launch in Japan and then March uh, elsewhere. That game's apparently kind of mixed, from what I've heard. Some people like it, some people don't. Shrug shoulders. I wanted to try it, but I haven't gotten around to it. What about Just Dance 2017? I was a Just Dance champion at one point. That is a launch game in North America and Power Regions. It's not coming out in Japan. <laughs> That's because Japan's smart. Man, the Just Dance games on like the Wii and stuff are like real bad. Because like all you have to do is just match the movement or like the what you want to do with the controller. You don't have to do anything else. It's real dumb. I played it with the Connect a while back. That's the way to play um, it. I know, and it there are some great, great pictures. Oh God! <laughs> of myself and a few of my friends playing Just Dance at a at a planetarium, and man, we got into it. God. <laughs> Sorry for throwing you guys under the bus. <laughs> Kingdom is a TBA game. You mean the BAP song? No, sorry. Oh, man. <sighs> I'm not even going to get into it because I'm just going to make myself disappointed. Uh, what is Kingdom? 
It's an adventure simulation game. Well, I can see that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna let's, let's click the Wikipedia link live on this <laughs> on this podcast because that's how good things go. <laughs> uh, it's a kingdom building simulation game. Oh, that no, is that's mind. already out on PC, Mac, and Linux, and coming to Xbox One. Yuck! Get your stuff out of here. <laughs> uh, this this little indie game called The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I don't know. That's that's a launch game. My arms just went wild like I was a ragdoll figure in a video game. Yes! I'm so excited! Zelda has pants and she's beautiful! <laughs> I was kind of surprised they that was the the closing trailer. Considering, like, I mean, we've seen, like, two different trailers of that game already. Like, it's not like, oh, man, we're saving this big announcement. It's Zelda. It's like, yeah, we kind of know about that. We know it's coming out at yeah. launch, guys. Like, you don't have to... That's not a big secret. No, but I was glad that it was coming out at launch. Um, it was a good trailer. It was a great trailer, and I'm really excited, and I've got, like, the Amiibo pre-ordered, and I'm stoked. There's voice acting. I know. I'm I'm still hesitant about that. Like, I don't, I, I need to know who's going to be the voice actors. Link isn't voice acted, though. Oh. And apparently it's it's basically, like, in certain situations, so like, probably like cutscenes, like they were showing there. It's not going to be, like, throughout the entire game. Like, a lot of it would probably just be, like, text boxes, like, you know, most of the other Zelda games. Yeah. Are you planning on doing an underwear run? <laughs> God. That's, I mean, that's probably the only way to play it, right? Uh, I mean, get ready to have some spicy peppers because he can't survive in the winter without uh, clothes. So you got to feed him hot hot foods to keep him warm. Underwear speed run. Underwear speed run. Let's do it. I'm going to ask you a question that I have not asked you yet. Uh-oh. Or actually, I'll ask you two. Okay, two questions. Let's go. If you could choose, who would you want to voice Zelda in English? Um, Bailey. That makes sense. That's actually I like that's she, like the, I mean she's like the top tier like you know of, of voice actresses nowadays. But like yeah, I can see that. But I feel like she would have done Zelda a lot of justice. But it, okay, let me specify. She would do this version of Zelda justice right. because this one looks like a younger version. She's kind of a, got a bit more like she seems more active kind of a wildish streak to her if if it was like twilight princess zelda no bailey would not fit because i would want somebody a little bit more mature because tp is more older right but but i would think bailey would be the the best option if i absolutely had my top 100 percent choice i would pick her follow-up question do you think they find someone to voice her in english or is this or are they just going to use the japanese audio um, I feel like with Zelda, they probably will voice her in English. I mean, technically they don't have to. They don't. They really don't have to. And we've seen games where it works. But I feel like they would be taking a huge risk because Zelda isn't just for older fans. And it's not just for fans who are like, okay with subtitles and all. It's true. Zelda has a pretty big audience although i don't know what this one's rated this might be rated higher and if that's the case then maybe rated they were for mature <laughs> i mean there is the underwear speed run i, I think but, as well like i mean that's this game comes out in a month and a half like it's kind of crazy nothing has been leaked about a this game like having extensive voice acting like this and like b who would voice zelda yeah so also voice actors are on strike so who knows yeah <laughs> Nintendo, call me. I'll do it real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> uh, Lego City Undercover is just a port of the Wii U version. 
That's coming out in Q2. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a Game of the Year version of the Wii U version, coming out on April 28th. So there's Absolutely. something to play after launch. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm buying it because I didn't play Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. So wait, you didn't? No, like the game oh, never man. went down in price. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Mario Karts. It it was a phenomenal game. Also, I can play as Link, and that is a positive for me because that that boy makes poor life choices, and he's sitting there on his motorcycle, <laughs> swinging around his sword as he's doing flips. I'm like, you are going to skewer yourself, and you know what? Just have fun, have fun, child. And plus, like I like the Wii U version, you'd have to buy all the DLC and stuff. Like you'd be paying like way over sixty dollars. Like just getting everything bundled into this one, and then like there's new stuff. Like, I think there's new courses. There's Squid Kids, which I'm all into. Nice. Uh, there's a big boo. I think to bring back Dry Bones as well, or something like that. I think that's like one of the other ones. So like I don't know. That all seems Maybe like I'll a good package. It. Maybe I'll get it. We can duel. I'd be down with that. Like some Yu-Gi-Oh going on here. <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft story mode, the complete adventure, coming out what sometime in TBA. And then regular old Minecraft, because <laughs> Lord knows they need to port that thing to everything out everything. there. Twenty years from now, that's going to be the new Doom of like, oh, I got this old toaster and Minecraft runs on it. <laughs> Monster Boy okay. in the Cursed Kingdom. Is a 2017 release. I bet that Monster Boy has a cursed kingdom. Uh, I hear that. NBA 2K18, a.k.a. the best basketball game on the market, because essentially it's the only one, because EA can't make a basketball game to save their lives apparently anymore. Uh, That'll apparently be coming out in September when the other versions come out, so that's cool. That's good. I think like like we talked about with EA, like uh, 2K and Visual Concepts bringing over uh, the NBA franchise is actually real good and it'll help the switch like i don't think it's gonna be a system seller for people but like that thing will move copies on the switch yeah new frontier days founding pioneers from from arc system works what (laughs) (laughs) console exclusive what (laughs) that's a tba Um, game i mean i used to teach fourth graders about founding pioneers so maybe i'll be really good at it I want to know more about this game, but like, there's no link to it. So, no, I was just Man. looking at that. I'm like, there's something. I need to know what is happening here. Man, <laughs> there's a untitled No More Heroes sequel. Maybe question mark. Oh, that was the weirdest. Suda Fifty One was like, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'll bring back one of these characters. From no More Heroes. I don't know. I'm just here. Here's my Keiji Muto pose. <laughs> It was so awkward, and the poor, poor translator. Oh, man, he was so lost. He <laughs> was so lost. And so there was just, like, awkward moments where the translator is just like, uh, and Suda's just on stage. Like, just rambling on and on. Like, he's a million miles an hour, and he told us nothing. He gave us a picture of Travis Touchdown and gave us that pose. And that was a, That was a great pose. It was, it was, but it was such an awkward presentation. <laughs> the one thing I, that came, I came away from that, because I haven't played No Burn Heroes or anything like that, so like... What? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Where have you been, son? Under a rock. Apparently. The one thing I took away from that is like, he hinted at wanting to make a wrestling game, and I am all for a Super 51 <laughs> wrestling game. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, apparently he's like a big fan of Joshi, like, women's Japanese wrestling, so like... 
those are two things that like I would like to come together and see a video game made out of. Like that would be real cool. Also, like modern wrestling video games are all trash, so it wouldn't be that right, hard well, to make better. At least they know that one copy will sell. Yeah. <laughs> How about that Noble Naga's ambitious sphere of influence from your your friends at Koei Tecmo, which is a launch title in Japan and then 2017 elsewhere. Mm, they hate us. <laughs> Man, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Oceanhorn, Monster of Uncharted Seas. It is not an Uncharted game, sorry to tell you. Wasn't that that, like, Zelda knockoff that was on, like, iOS? Well, Wasn't that Oceanhorn? The gameplay and graphic design of Oceanhorn closely follows that of Legend of Zelda video game, notably The Wind Waker and A Link to the Past. Heck yeah. It totally is. Yeah. Oh. I tried to play it and I didn't like it. The music of Oceanhorn was composed by Calais... Italo with a few additional compositions by Kenji Ito and Nobuo Uematsu. Yep. What the f- <laughs> Yep. What? All right. I wish the game was better. Maybe it'll play better on this. Um, All right. I have hope for you, Oceanhorn. Untitled Pokemon game. Okay. Which probably won't be like a mainline Pokemon game. Probably not. Considering there's... we. I mean, we haven't talked about this, but like... The rumor going into the Switch was like, oh, this is going to like finally Replace. converge everything. Like, This is going to make handheld and their console stuff onto one package. Yep. But for now, that doesn't seem to be the case. No, I don't think it'll replace anything. Uh, not not right this second. Right. But, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're talking about like how, like, oh, the 3DS is still going to have so many games come out, which, I mean, they're going to say that. Like, It's not like when the PS3 came out, the Sony was like, oh, the PS2 is dead in the water. Nothing's coming out for it anymore. <laughs> so like they may like try and slowly ease out the 3ds and then make this into its own thing or who knows knowing nintendo they might have another handheld thing in in the works that we don't know about yeah no kidding nintendo's weird so oh, sorry switch <laughs> <laughs> project autopath traveler tentative name from yeah. square enix which is from the bravely default people that one actually looked rad. Yeah. Um, like, there were a few games I was like, yeah, I don't know. But, like, that one I looked at and I'm like, you know, I'd probably play that. Uh, I'll give it a shot. Once it eventually becomes yeah. not TBA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the pedigree of, like, of the developers, like, Bravely Default was one of the best RPGs I played on a handheld, like, a couple years ago. Considering it was just like, here's, like, a, essentially, here's a classic Final Fantasy with the job system and all that stuff, but not a Final Fantasy. Even though, like, half that game kind of gets a bad rap because it's like, oh, you're redoing the same thing over and over and over and over again, which kind of sucked, but... <laughs> Mechanically, that game was real good. Like, the ba the battle mechanics in that game were top-notch. Speaking of top-notch, how about Project Sonic 2017? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sonic Team. That really doesn't hold much weight anymore. <laughs> It doesn't. That's a uh, Q4 2017, apparently. Uh, what does hold weight from Sonic Team, though? Poyo Poyo Tetris. Yeah. Coming out uh, in Japan at launch and then uh, over to the States on May 2nd. Also coming out on PS4, which is the version I have pre-ordered. That game is apparently a very, very, very good puzzle game. So I'm very excited for that. And also it's like real weird because it has like a story <laughs> mode and stuff. Uh, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition is... How many times is this game going to come out? Obviously a definitive edition of Rayman Legends. 
let's see here. Original release date, 2013. I bought it when it first came out, and it just keeps coming out. Just like Kojima says, I'll keep coming. Yeah, God. <laughs> I mean, I give it credit. It was a good game, but like, God, guys, just maybe develop a new Rayman. Ubisoft's just like, there's like, man, this mil- this cash cow just keeps milking itself, man. We can keep doing this. One, two, switch. Let's go. Red out. Uh, it's apparently like the wipeout for or like the F-Zero looking game they had on stage or they showed briefly in some of like the montages. That's a Q2 game. Rhyme is a May 2017 game. I like the name of the developer. It's Tequila Works. That's a good name. I saw that. <laughs> Riverside. Ooh. <laughs> I hope no information on that whatsoever. It's an open world game. I hope it's just you walking along the Riverside. TBA. <laughs> Romance of the Three Kingdoms 13. Oh, yeah. Coming in March 2017 to Japan and then TBA elsewhere. Is this, this is probably a re-release. This is definitely a re-release, yeah. It is a re-release, but it's still beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This game came out last year in Japan on PS3, Xbox One, PS4, and maybe PC, probably not. And then came out over here in July. God. Those <laughs> games just, they keep getting made. Yep. <laughs> I have no problem with it. The Sacred Hero. It's a console exclusive. I see that. Coming out in 2018, apparently, in the Americas and Pals. Pals. Seasons of Heaven. Is a yes. That sounds... <laughs> it's a yes. That sounds like a song from the 1970s. All right, here's our next jab for you. It's Seasons of Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. TBA. Good old TBA. Untitled Shin Megami Tensei game. That's not true. Uh, I'm pretty sure the title is Shin Megami Tensei Brand New Game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's coming out in Japan sometime soon. A lot, it's basically a part of their uh, project 25th anniversary of Shin Megami Tensei. That trailer essentially was just like, hey, we're working on Unreal Engine 4. Here's a bunch and of Jack demons. Mara was there, so Nint- or Atlas got their out for Nintendo. Yeah, they did. But Jack Frost was so cute. Jack Frost is the best. Hee ho. Hee ho. And then they came out like later on saying like, uh, well, this game's coming out for Switch. Maybe this other stuff, who knows? And then there's also a new 3DS Shin Megami Tensei game coming out. I don't know if the two are connected or what. They have kind of used a weird branding of like this the Switch version is an HD game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that means like if it's a new new game or if it's like, oh, we're remaking one of the earlier games oh god no which i mean though imagine if like they overhauled all the visuals and everything and overhauled like the battle mechanics to make them more modern okay so you could play like smt1 or something atlas make shim go on to say if sorry i'm the one man crusade for that (laughs) i mean i'd play it if they overhauled i mean it's it's the it's the literal predecessor to like all the persona games so like i know it is There was a fan translation being made for that game, and then like it just died out. Bums me out so much. What doesn't bum me out? Shovel Knight. (laughs) (laughs) You might be saying, "Wow, Shovel Knight, that's a real good game." Some might say it was the best game of 2014. Was it you? It was me. (laughs) 
So I think that game, that version for the Switch will have like all the DLC that came out with, like they came out with one last year or sometime, and I think there's one coming out very, very soon, so. Which I haven't played either like the DLCs, even though they're free. Or like, the, I haven't played the, the one they came out with, but I've heard good things about it. Skylanders! Can we, can we talk about the, like, developer name here? What, Toys for Bob? Toys for Bob. Yeah. I like it. They've made all of the... I think they've made all of the Skylanders games. You know how many Skylanders games I've played? Zero. Zero. Are you talking about the, the great developers of one of the best Tony Hawk games, Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam for the Wii? <laughs> <clears throat> I almost choked on my spit just now. Thank you. Uh, man, Skylanders. Poor Spyro. Uh, he deserved better. He did. Uh, I think like the one thing about this version... This is also a launch title, by the way. This version does indeed like one of those portals that you usually get for the Skylanders games. I, I think like they basically just use the NFC reader in the Joy Cons this time around, which is yeah. that that's totally a smart idea. It is. I totally agree with that. Snipper clips. Snip snip. Console exclusive or it's a yes exclusive. I don't yes. know. Yes. Coming out in March twenty seventeen. <laughs> I read something about this game actually, how like apparently this game's actually kind of old and had been kind of shown around at like small like game dev type stuff like I, I like someone wrote an article about how like they saw it like i think a few years back and like how it was kind of the same game yeah something like that and like basically it went dark for a while and then basically just kind of popped up here and it was like oh and then like the developers were like yeah nintendo kind of contacted us and we're like hey we're working with them now which i mean that's real cool like nintendo would find something from like a small team and be like hey you're going to be uh, one of our feature exclusives for like the launch window of the Switch. Like that sounds so un-Nintendo like. It does. Also that game looks kind of cool. Yeah. Sonic Mania? That's that's the uh the 2D looking Sonic game, right? Like the classic looking yep. one. Absolutely. Coming out in Q2, that game, eh, Sonic. Speaking of how about some good games though? Let's talk about Splatoon. Splatoon. June missed opportunity. June. They also Man, the, yeah. The conference, the guy kept making the two, and that was pretty funny. God, that guy who came out on the conference was real good. He tried his best. He tried his best. I think that's a lot of things. Like, if was, you haven't watched like the the conference, like there was some fun in that conference. That oh, I mean, a lot of people who've been or jaded were like, oh, there was so much dumb stuff in that conference. It's like, chill out. I like that guy. I want to be friends with him. He came out in a lab coat with two guns and he made did. his body too multiple times. Like, I like that guy. And he kept talking about how he was doing all kinds of lab research. So good. Uh, Splatoon 2 looks real good. Like, I like the how the new hub world looks. And it looks like, like some of the stuff, like, they're adding, like, they're adding, like, new guns and character types and, all, like, abilities and all that sort of stuff. They added, literally, a Splatoon version of Tracer from Overwatch, so. <laughs> Splunker World. Coming out in Q2 2017. Splunk. Splunker World, uh, Splunker Z, the game that they remade, it totally is, yeah. So this is a this is a free to play game they've had out in the Japanese PlayStation Store for quite a while now. So I'd assume that's probably going to be the same thing, considering it has like a Japanese release and TBA for America and in the PALs. Speaking of very good games, some might call it the best game of 2016. Was it you? It was me. Stardew Valley. 
coming out sometime on the Switch. State of mind is something I think of a lot. <laughs> is a game coming out in TBA as well. Uh, SteamWorld Project 2017, also a TBA game, probably the next game in the SteamWorld franchise. I would hazard to guess. I would guess as well. Steep! Sports. 2017. It's the weird Ubisoft snow sports game. Oh. They show that if you remember that from E3. It was like the uh-huh. wind gliding, snowboarding, skiing, parasailing game. I kind of tune out Ubisoft at E3. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Oh, I'm excited for you to pronounce this next one. Suno Ikibu Dinahu is a survival Yay. horror game. Probably coming out in Japan only with the, <laughs> the way the title is. It's <laughs> hazard to guess. Yeah. Super Bomberman R from this company called Konami. Who are they? Who are they? That's a launch title across the board. Apparently that game doesn't look that good. Ew. And there might be free to play elements in that game. Especially when it's sixty dollars, because there was like a I guess when they were demoing it for like the Playhouse stream, like a screen came up and was like, "Would you like to pay more of this fa- random currency to get more playtime?" Uh, <laughs> uh, Tina Belcher noise. Sorry. I mean, considering that game's coming from Konami, I cannot be surprised at all that they would do that. Uh, move on. Super Mario Odyssey. I'm excited. Coming out in Q4 2017. It's a yes exclusive. Excite bike. I'm going to hit you with three words. New Donk City. (laughs) (laughs) It looks fun, though. Um, I mean, it looks in the style of, like, Mario 64 and... Like and Mario Sonic Sunshine. 06. You know what? Shush. <laughs> shush, shush, shush. And also Mario gets to dance to a fun tune in the middle of a forest. Who are these people that Mario is hanging out with in New Donk City? Who are these uh, people looking at Mario like, what the f- is this guy? I mean, there are a lot of people in that trailer that look at him like, who the heck is he? What is he doing? Does this game now insinuate that Mario f- Whoa, What? <laughs> <laughs> the questions have to be asked. <laughs> and Lightium.exe has encountered an issue. <laughs> <laughs> These are real questions. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Bowser has a pimp suit. <laughs> Bowser's out here looking like Charlie Day in the Dayman video. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Bowser's going to have him some uh, sweet phone screens, too. And uh, he's he's getting murdered. And um, Mario has has eyeballs on his hat. So he's kind of like Minish Cap. (laughs) The hat's a character now. Like, what? It's, it's, It's Minish Cap. Did you ever play Minish Cap? No. Uh, oh, what? You need to play more Zelda games. Yeah. Minish Cap. You realize I've only beat two Zelda games, three Zelda games, so. And I'm trying to make it my mission in life to change that. That's true. What What if the whole plot of this game is like, is Pimp Zoot Bowser? <laughs> Zoot Zoot, right. God. 
Like Mario comes <laughs> to like the final confrontation. He's like, I'm going to get you, Bowser. And Bowser's like, uh, uh. we've done monetized you, boy. And he brings him to a room and it's like all the sports franchises <laughs> and all the spinoffs. <laughs> and Mario's like, oh, no. <laughs> That's what I want in my Mario game, at least. You're gonna kill me. We need to move on from Mario. <laughs> Siberia 3. I mean, I guess if you want to get put into an internment camp, Siberia is a good place to do it. It's an adventure game. Uh, the Siberia series, which contains steampunk elements, oh, follows God. the adventures of American lawyer Kate Walker as she travels across Europe and Russia. Untitled Tycho Drummaster game. <laughs> moved on with nothing there I, Taiko drum I, I don't know that one Taiko game I played in Yakuza 5 as a mini game was pre- real cool Untitled Tales game which I guess means it's not Tales of Basuria which is like the latest one coming out so it's yeah. something new I guess uh, I'll accept it Tales games are cool I think I've only yeah, beat are. one though but they're all pretty good Tales of Vesperia is the best one Let's be real. I agree with you on that. I 100% agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah. High five. <laughs> Coming up, a console exclusive, Tank It, which I hope is the spiritual successor to Wii U console exclusive launch title, Tank, Tank, Tank. <laughs> I was thinking Tank on uh, the like the old Atari game. Yeah. Was, was it Atari? No. Yes. No, was that, that was just combat. It was combat. One of them was Tank. Okay, move on. There probably was one named Tank. I mean, come on. The the naming titles of Atari games were very, you know, creative. Yeah, well... Oh, I know. It was Key Games, which was a subsidiary of Atari because they were trying to make competition. Uh, this is stuff that goes in my research that nobody really cares about. If you want to know if Anladium was an expert in Atari games, I present to you... <laughs> This next game, yeah. they didn't they didn't show with the presentation. Or they showed it? it in like a two-second clip. Okay. Which was like, huh? And then yeah. it was announced, uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers is coming in TB. I think it's like uh, later this year. Apparently this game might be $40. What? The, the Japanese prices of pre-orders were like 4,000 or yeah, 4,000 yen. <sighs> which... Ooh. Yeah, so Capcom's like, man, Street Fighter V did real bad for us. What do the people want? They want Street Fighter Two, <laughs> And a new version of that, nonetheless, which is like, what? <laughs> and it has, like, HD graphics, 16 by 9 resolutions, or you can switch it back to, like, the proper versions of 4 by 3 classic graphics, which, I mean, that's all you'd want. You don't want this crappy-looking fan art-looking graphics. I just looked up pictures, and I have a question. Yes. Is it about is it about violent Ken? He's very violent. The da- uh, the dark Ado. Whoa, he is very violent. Akuma hypnotized him with the dark Ado. All right. I don't know. I'm just going off what the Street Fighter Alpha movie was. Um, That's a great anime, by the way. Why does Chun Li have tiggle bitties? I mean, have you seen her in Street Fighter Five? I I try to ignore the fact that she exists in Street Fighter Five because that was. <laughs> Uh, insulting, but like she was never built like that. That's upsetting. I'm upset. Is there a, is there a um 
a comparison image to her in like the classic graphics? No, there's not. But I. Wow! Wow! Do you see wow. what I'm talking about? What the hell is that? <laughs> she never looked Who like that. Who thought that was a good idea? I don't know, but I hate them immediately. <sighs> Capcom. <sighs> Capcom, what are you doing? Just trying to ruin my days, what they're doing. Chun Li is my girl. Like I, I love, love, love Chun Li, and so seeing her just, it's not necessary. No, I can understand certain characters should be built that way because women are built different ways. But like, don't change the whole dang character just because you want to give her just balloons. Like I can understand her having like big legs. Because she kicks right. a lot. Not right. just like, boom, in the chest. And, I mean, even in, like, the older games, like, she did have big thighs. She didn't have, like, the obsessively huge thighs that she, excessive, not obsessive, excessively <laughs> huge thighs that she has in five. No. But she has big thighs. And it looks like she's got big thighs here, but, like, that doesn't even look natural. D- I told you, I told you those new graphics look bad, didn't I? You did, but game developers, if you need to know how boobs work, please speak to me. Or, you know, As hire females for your development team. It's not that you hard. You can do that, too. And they will tell you, boobs don't work like that, but they do look like this. And, I mean, they're not going to show you their boobs, <laughs> so don't get real excited here. <laughs> but they'll tell you how they work. Women are, they are going to tell you. That boobs do not look like that. They do not function like that. They don't look good that way. I don't know why you guys think they look good that way, but they don't. And like, <laughs> come on. Ah. She was. She's. She's. You know. She's a cop, so she had to smuggle some drug balloons out. Is is that what it is? That's obviously it's the canon reason. Also, Chun Li. We're mispronouncing it. Come on. You know what? I, I started playing this game in freaking 92, and I was, what, four years old? Look, Project Cross Zone 2 is going to teach me anything. It's how to pronounce Chun-Li. 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 Okay. <laughs> how do you pronounce, is it Ryu or Ryu? Ryu. Ryu. Okay, thank you. God, I'm not, a, I'm not a a-hole. Come on. You're not a scrub like me. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't know how to pronounce Chun-Li either, so. Until yeah, that game came out, I was like... What? It broke my mind. I've always called her Chun-Li. Ryu is his name. I mean... It, I like to call Ken Keen. Keen? <laughs> Violent Keen. God. Wonder Ken. Boy the Dragon Strap. <laughs> what is that? It's an action-adventure game from Lizard Cube. I'm gonna click oh, on it. Snap. Click on it. Uh, It's a remake of Wonder Boy 3 the Dragon Strap, which was made for the <gasps> Master System. Wow. Wow. All right. Let's move on to the the main event here. Ukulele. Okay, that is a really exciting event. I I will not lie. I'm so stoked for ukulele, but we the, still have to back up to the one that I want you to talk I, about. I, I, I'm 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 going to, but they canceled the Wii U version of ukulele so they could make the Switch version, didn't they? I don't know. Um, I, I know don't some even know Kickstarter did that recently. I think. But I don't. Um, okay, yeah. 
In the same update, it was confirmed that the Wii U version has been canceled. Development duties were moved to the Switch. They cited unforeseen technical issues as the reason for canceling it. Aha. I thought that was familiar, so that makes sense. It does. Um, Main event. Main event. Legend of Zelda again? Yep, Legend of (laughs) Zelda. All right. They showed a trailer for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. They did. I'm so excited. I said that in, in, when I was texting you, and I was like, oh, man, if I if I mess this up and it's not that, I'm going to feel real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently that game's just called Xenoblade 2 in Japan. Yeah. But then I guess they've, in the English trailers, it's Xenoblade Chronicles 2, so I was like, Chronicles 2. that's confusing, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting. I still need to go back and beat regular Xenoblade Chronicles. It's true, but we we start playing it. You just never finished it. It's like school started again, and I just got bogged down with that. It's phenomenal. I'll play it with you again. Okay. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I am so stoked for because Xenoblade Chronicles was one of my favorite favorite RPGs that came out in years. I had so much fun. I played it like I think my first playthrough was 140 hours. Um, God. I had every. Yeah, I had everybody to level 99 because there's a story there and it's a really good story. But anyway, I, I got everybody to level 99 and I cried so much playing that game. It was phenomenal. I loved all the characters. I have the whole um, Ryan Time meme on my phone because <laughs> you never know when you're going to need to tell somebody it's Ryan Time. Good heavens, look at the time and it's all Ryan. I love Xenoblade. I love, love, love Xenoblade Chronicles. And uh, Cross didn't do it as much for me. I thought Cross was real cool. Having like no, it was great. having no like you know prior knowledge of like of of Xenoblade Chronicles, like mm-hmm. this weird fake MMO type game, like seemed real neat. Even though like I never finished it because and Mex. Yeah, and Mex. That's all. That's all I need. I'm like, all right, Mex is <laughs> right. I'm good. I liked Cross. It just wasn't the same as Xenoblade Chronicles. Right. And I also couldn't beat it because I got stuck in that final boss and like, <laughs> screw that final boss. Holy <laughs> crap. So I had to use Wikipedia and find out what the ending was because screw that. Also, Fog is adorable and I would marry him. <laughs> Xenoblade. It's good and I'm real excited there's another one. And the character design looks fantastic. Um, I'm pretty sure that like, your your spunky little dude is gonna go try and save the white haired girl because that seems like what? the thing that's gonna happen. What? Watch me be wrong now, and you'll point out this podcast. Be like, look at you, look how wrong you were. <laughs> look at it. Just rub my face in it. But this game is I, I, is a sequel. It is. This is Wikipedia telling me this. The game will start oh. a new character <laughs> who is searching the world for Elysium. Does that have any context from the first game at all? Let me see the spelling because that doesn't. E l y s i u m. um, I don't remember it, so it must not have been an important plot point if it was there. So maybe there's no connection between the two games. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe. Although there were some like bits of like the, like critter coming up in the sky and trying to eat something, and that looked kind of like the worlds of Xenoblade Chronicles, but right, I could be wrong. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> there was not really a spoiler. I'm joking. Apparently, a lot of people from the first game are coming back. Xeno uh, series. <gasps> jeez. 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 <laughs> Sorry. 
Zeno series creator Tetsuya Takahashi is returning as executive director. Character designs are being done by Mat- Matsusugo Saito, who apparently is giving the characters a more chibi style than the previous Xenoblade games. Uh, music composer Yasunori Mitsuda Ace, Kenji Hiramatsu, and Manami Kyoto are returning from original Xenoblade as well to compose the soundtrack. And apparently they're aiming for a 2017 Japanese release. So 2018 American release. Well, that's a downer. <laughs> Just play uh, Project Cross Zone 2. Apparently there are Xenoblade Chronicles keep you on there. Are there? Yeah, there were. How did I not yeah. remember that? Oh, yeah, there is. Because I, I, remember, I remember them. Because... Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, whatever. I never yep. beat that game. That game got uh-huh. real long, like near the end. Or like halfway through, and I was like, good lord. That is all the Switch games. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Main event. Yeah. And Zelda. And I don't know. That game's probably not going to be that much well known. I'm going to fight you. (laughs) I I guess we should also mention uh, 32 32 gigs internal storage. People are very much upset because Zelda is 13 gigs. If you buy it They are very upset. Which Nintendo was basically like, look, we're supporting SDXC micro cards they're they're apparently going to go up to two terabytes. If you want to get a two terabyte card, the Switch will support it. If you yep. if you want to be like a crazy person, like I probably would do that. I mean, I've got um, I've got an external right now that I use for my Wii U, and I really don't have any kind of issue with that. So I wouldn't. I'm not opposed. I know that I can understand why people are upset because it seems kind of bizarre to be like, oh, there's not a whole lot of onboard storage, but. At least they're giving you solutions to fix that. Right. It's not like you're stuck with that forever. And like, um, if you want to get a 200 gig micro SD card, I think it's like 60 bucks, which isn't bad. Yeah. Or if like, I think like 64 gigs was like 20. So it's like, there are options out there. And like, I think compared to other consoles as well, like going all digital for the Switch just doesn't really seem that viable. Nah. Especially since like Nintendo's, you know, very staunchly notorious about sales for their games. And even like when they have like their digital sales near like, you know, various sales throughout the year, it's like they're not that great. Nope. It's not like you're gonna get they're- Zelda at Black Friday for like twenty bucks or something. It might be it might be forty, if that. <laughs> but yeah, like I just I don't I don't see like the, the reason to go all digital through for the Switch or anything. No, I don't either. Um, but I mean, I could see I could see why people are upset, but I could also see Nintendo's side of it. And um, I I am not upset by it. Um, but I I'm also kind of difficult to upset when it comes to things like this. So <laughs> that's true. That's very true. <laughs> I think I, I, perhaps maybe like the one thing would be like if they do GameCube Virtual Console, which I don't know how big GameCube games would be. Maybe, maybe a gig, but I would doubt that. I also doubt it, but um, and there are some great GameCube games, so I hope that we get we get some of that going on. But even but, then, um, that's not going to fill up a thirty-two gig hard drive or it's SD not. card. Excuse me. It's not, and I mean, I think some some of this is just people like looking for something to be mad about. What? Um, <laughs> what? Uh, somebody's gonna like break into my apartment and murder me now. 
Um, but it's, I don't know, it's not that big of a deal, in my opinion. Right. It, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. You're 100% correct. So, um, you know, I, I take the positives with the negatives, and that is a negative, but um, it's not a huge negative. Yeah. So, get over it, dudes. <sighs> Buy another SD card or buy an external and you'll live. If they support external. That's true. Um, I'm, I, I read somewhere that they will eventually, that they haven't at launch, but... But that might be weird considering you'd have to plug it into, like, the screen. Yeah. Um, I don't know how USB is going to work. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, I don't know much about computers. <laughs> it's a joke. Computers! <laughs> But um, I, I, I don't know how the USB would work on that. And honestly, I'm fine with buying an SD card. It's what, it it's what I did for the 3DS. And like I, it took me like three years to fill that thing up. Mine's still not full. Like I finally had to delete some stuff, I think like last year. But like How dare you? But I had like a 64 gig dry, like SD card in there. So there was a lot of stuff on, on, that, on the SD card. I think it was Hyrule Warriors that pretty much took up a lot of space, so that great running version of Hyrule Warriors. Man, it ran fine on mine, but it didn't run fine on yours because you have the old one. Yeah, sorry, I I, I bought your console <laughs> early. Thanks. Hey, hey, I bought it too early and then I just upgraded because Xenoblade <laughs> came out again. The one game. I don't care, it's Xenoblade Chronicles. God. On the go. On the go. I, I have a problem, sir. <laughs> Let's give some final thoughts about the Switch. About Will Smith's Switch. Um, a great song. Song of the generation. I, <laughs> I have mine pre-ordered. I'm real excited about it. Um, I got the colored version because, yeah. Um, Rude. Although it was really, really stressful, I was trying to get this dang system <laughs> pre-ordered. I know that the two of us were like texting each other, like. Ugh. I was up till three thirty in the morning until Amazon put up their pre-orders, and then like once that hit, I was like, "All right, time to sleep." <laughs> well, and then there was the fact that I had to drive that day, and so I got what was it like an hour and a half, two hours of sleep, and then had to do a twelve-hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. You owe me. So, the launch, there's going to be a little bit of a dry spell, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I have Zelda that's going to make me happy. I realize that not everybody likes Zelda. So, maybe for some people it would be best to wait. Also, you run into the issue of Nintendo and uh, <clears throat> stocking. What? No, never. <laughs> Did you? So, I saw an interview, not to, not to cut you off. But, no, uh, no, you're good. Reggie was talking about the NES Classic and the shortages with that. And apparently he was like, I didn't expect a lot of people to want to buy it because, like, look at all the people who have our consoles and have already bought Super Mario Brothers. Why would they want to buy it again? Oh, Reggie. I'm like, buddy, pal, that's not how those things work. Reggie's body was not ready. <laughs> His body was not Reggie. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? I, I will co-op what you said, like about like how, like the launch lineup isn't great. It's not strong at all. I mean, Zelda's there, but if you're it's like the sixty-four. 
yeah, if you're short on funds, that Wii U version's still there. If you want to get that, yeah. that's perfectly fine. Like, I, I'm i totally okay if people are like, you know, they want to wait and get this one, like, you know, later in the year, maybe like when Splatoon or Super Mario comes out. Because hopefully by then they'll they'll have like more stock available and all that stuff. But like, you don't necessarily need to get this thing at launch. I will say that. But at the same time, I think some of the stuff that they've shown for like you know later in the year and then into next year, like I think the future is pretty good for the Switch at least thus far. If they continue getting third party support and not like shunter the thing like the Wii U, unfortunately, got. Like, I think this could be the proper follow-up to the Wii that they wanted the Wii U to be. Like, this feels almost like this is what they wanted the Wii U to be. Like, having, like, the gamepad, but also having it be portable in a way. The Switch, Wii U (laughs) 2.0. I mean, that's kind of the the vibe I get from it, is that this is the vision of what they really wanted to do, and that it's finally coming to be, and... I know some people are upset because they bought the Wii U and they were expecting Zelda, but... It's still coming um, out. <laughs> it's still coming out. You're still getting it. And, um, you know, I, I don't... I guess I don't understand the anger with that, but... Um, it, it's kind of what I we also- talked about, though. Like, I think people hold Nintendo to some weird expectation that is just not viable or even possible for them to, to live up to. Like, they want to expect that Nintendo is going to be the same as Sony or Microsoft, and that's just not the way not. Nintendo has gone since possibly around the GameCube era. GameCube era is about when the, the split happened. Yeah. But, I mean, they're a whole different company. They have different ideas of what gaming is and what it should be. And I think that holding it to the standard of Sony and Microsoft is unfair in a way. And I do understand Nintendo does some things that are infuriating, like putting it, what is it, an $8 Joy-Con? $80 Joy-Con? Best value, $80, unless you want to get one by itself, it's $50. Oh, And that the Pro Controller um, is like $70. So, like, they make really infuriating choices sometimes. I get that. But you have to kind of step back from yourself and look at what they're giving you, what they're offering you. And, you know, people can complain like, oh, I bought a Wii U thinking that I would get a Zelda game and I didn't get it and I got ripped off. But like, oh, you got the Wind Waker HD. (laughs) There are so many good games on the Wii U that weren't Zelda. And that's coming from me. And I mean, you don't you don't want to buy a console just for one title. Uh, if you're going at thinking, I'm buying this before. one game, were you disappointed? No, I bought a Vita just for Persona 4 Golden, so no. Ha! <laughs> no, you wouldn't be disappointed. I mean, it's... I bought a PS3 for Persona 5. That worked out well. <laughs> right, but at the same time, once you bought it for... I, I did the same thing. I bought um, I bought most Sony things for you know Sony exclusives. Yeah. But at the same time, I realized, well, if that game doesn't come out... Okay, here, are you ready? I bought PS3 so that I could play the next Final Fantasy game. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> good choice. But I moved on, and I realized that there are other good games that I could play on the system. Definitely. So if you just sit there and hold a system to the standard of, this is the only game I want for this system, you're missing out on so much good stuff that's coming out. And I feel like that's completely unfair to you, and it's completely unfair to the, the company because they are giving you things that are interesting and a lot of fun. Like I said, 
I would have bought Tokyo Mirage Sessions for the Wii U and been completely happy. That's it. Done. Yeah, totally. The game is fantastic. Um, but I, I have so many games for that system. And if you're disappointed by one game not coming out for it, even though it is coming out for it, then you really have your priorities out of line. I think it's totally fair for like people to to literally just set their expectations for a Nintendo console be like, all right, there's going to be maybe like two to three good Nintendo first-party made games coming out for the thing this year alone, and that's all I want from this thing. Which I think like yeah. the, the Wii U kind of fell into that territory, especially with how third-party disappeared. Last year was real barren for Nintendo game for Wii U games, especially barring Tokyo Mirage Sessions. There was basically like no good first-party Nintendo game that came out for the Wii U, unfortunately, which was a shame. But like. Prior years to that, like, look at 2015, like, the Wii U got two of the best games that were made in 2015 in Splatoon and Super Mario Maker, like, yep. you don't have to, like, make, the Switch is not going to be your console that's going to have all your games on it. Like, you need to switch your expectations from that to, like, focusing on, like, it's going to have some games that I want, but it's going to be maybe, like, my second console or my third console, depending on how dedicated you are like it's not going to be like your dedicated home console and i mean it has nintendo hasn't been like that for me in a long time i actually i guess it's the wii um it hasn't been well since the gamecube it hasn't been my one system that i'm like okay this is the only system that i will ever need and that's okay with me um and i tried that with the wii and it let me tell you it did not work well (laughs) <laughs> that was a bad time. Oh, bummer. So I, I think just adjust expectations. Think about why you're angry about these things, guys. And just, I don't know, have fun. Have fun with what you're getting. Games are supposed to be fun. It's a key point that a lot of people miss, I think. I think so. I mean, like, that's what I play them for. I play them to have fun. And this is Final Fantasy XV, which in that case, f*** that game. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about that game right now. We're not doing it. Coming to the Switch. No, I will throw something. So, yeah, I think we're, I think we're, we're kind of of the opinion that, hey, the Switch is going to be... It's what we expect, essentially. Like, it may not be exactly what we were wanting in terms of, like... I mean, for me, especially, I, I wanted them to converge everything, like, console and handheld together. That might not be the case. But I think for, like, the overall package that they showed at their presentation, like, small launch lineup, barren launch lineup aside, like, I think there are good things to look forward to with the Switch. I think so. I think it's got a lot of potential. And that's what you would want out of, like, a new console. Yep. You want good potential. Good on you, good on you, Nintendo. Switch. Uh, that weird presentation. I love that presentation. I don't. I, I. I don't see how people were mad at that presentation. It was funny. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, Nintendo wasn't super serial. Like how you want your games to be super serial. But anyway. But anyway. That's the Nintendo I'm Switch. I'm gonna get Zelda. You're gonna get it's Zelda. I'm gonna get Xenoblade, and I'm gonna be real happy. And you guys can just leave me into my my happiness cave while I play with my Switch. If you guys are grumpy about it, you're not gonna be able to make the cool Switch sound. 
Um, I will constantly be just like snapping my fingers. And then just showing up in somewhere the other place. Yeah, and people are like, where'd she come from? I'm like, sorry. Sorry, I, I switched over I here. I got over enthusiastic here. I'll go back now. Thanks. Bye. Can I have this this Coke right here? Yeah. Okay, cool. Bye. God. <laughs> <sighs> I think that's gonna do it for this podcast. It will. It will. As we switch on out of here. Uh, hey, go listen. Aww. Go listen to everyone's favorite hit song, "Switch" by Will Smith. That's the last time I'll plug that song. over <laughs> that. Uh, you can find other episodes of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA on seasonalanimecheckup.com, sac.cool, iTunes, Google Play. There's like, I know I did I did a solo episode talking about Steins Gate Zero and. It's kind of more of a reviewish episode, so check that out. There's top ten games of the year up on the site as well. Uh, new seasonal anime checkup regular episode is up as well, talking about fall season. Looking forward to winter, which is happening right now. Go check out Anladium stuff at anladium.com. Mm-hmm. I've got some reviews up, and I've got my um, top games. I think I did a top seven of the year, and I've got some neat stuff up there. So if you want to check it out, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> And yeah, we will we'll be back sometime in pretty much probably in the near future. Like there's I have a a list of ideas plans, for y'all. this show. So like there's going to be some new content coming out on the reg for at least a, a few weeks. <laughs> and then it after that maybe it won't be. I don't know. So look forward to that. Comments, questions, concerns, ideas for episodes, hit me up at jared at seasonalanimecheckup.com. Other than that, tune in next time for another episode of a fun podcast called the seasonal Amateur checkup oba yay